0: This is a digitized recording B2
1: from Project Zamboni, JFPN, last known episode. It was recorded from the Manworth Hill Listening Station on the 5th of June 1988. It is property of the Ministry of Anomalous Affairs. Its classification is Euclid. Please ensure only signed stakeholders receive via armed convoy with express permission of the Office of Temporal Affairs.
0: It is June
2: 1988. And of course, once again, This song is number one, and it's like it's going to be number one forever. It is specifically Saturday the 18th of June. As always, the Joseph Fabian Pirate Radio Network is available on 316 medium wave across the whole of the channel i am joined by my ever favorite intern jay he has an interesting gimmick he's from the future say hello jay
3: hey joseph How how's going
2: yes he says he's from nottingham um which is interesting of course we all know nottingham we're more familiar with it for the famous wrestler one half of the undertakers the only undertakers of wrestling of course that's baseford's bob abbott um so do you know bob abbott jay
3: can't say that i do joseph
2: Well, he's definitely one of the best hookers this side of the time, that is certainly true. Today we are going to be talking about Progress Wrestling, that's the name I haven't heard in nearly 10 years, but a tape was recently dropped on my lap by yours truly actually um, of a 19... 19- Eighty-eight. I think it was May the twenty-sixth. It was a ta- it was a tape that was handed over to me, um, and after I after I blew on the connector, and um, obviously switched from Laserdisc mode to VHS mode on my television, um, I was able to watch it, and it was it was quite interesting. It was really quite interesting. Jay, Maybe some moves you've can-
3: never seen before, there, Joseph.
2: Um, yes, yes, there were some very, very interesting moves, um, of course, some of them I'm quite familiar with, like the figure four, invented by George Scott, of course, or perfected by him, as some might say. <laughs> um, and, I mean, it's, this is certainly very far away from the worlds of Mark Rocco and Marty Jones, of course, um... Very very interesting. Um, first match was a match between an an American from across the pond. Um, Jay what did you think about the overall presentation of of this video?
3: I really really enjoyed the video from nineteen eighty eight. Um, I love how this static. Yes, at the this year. to portray that. Yeah, to portray that. That's great.
2: Um. Yes, well, it's it's the restrictions of the technology. You're sounding very impressed by it all. Um, oh yes, definitely, just, just,
3: yeah, completely just impressed.
2: How it all works. <laughs> um, hmm. Now, I, I believe that um, the match it started off with um, Davey wrestling. He's an American. Um, he fights for the rights of every man, um, I believe. So um, yeah, a fan favourite.
3: Good gimmick for driving off. This one, I would say. Playing Dra- an American when he's from Poland. Um, Who's... Yeah. De- what? Dragunov. He's, no.
2: he's as American as Apple Pie. Did you see the eagle?
3: I did see the eagle, yeah. Wow. Well, hmm. I like his boxing uh, gimmick. It's quite good.
2: Yes, I do like I do like a good bit of boxing. Of course, um, I was a little bit um, frustrated with the fact that they seem to be using the all-in move set rather than the um, Mount Evan rule set of six rounds, no closed fists that we've all kind of got used to. It's very WWF. Um, that's one of the things that I want to be talking about today: WWF's all-in style and the way it's affecting. British wrestling, because of course progress. I believe is well, a you British.
3: you say that the all-in style was for the future.
2: Ah, well, isn't it funny how all of this all of this goes around? Uh, where is it you're from again? What time?
3: Oh, you know, it's 2019.
2: <laughs> oh yes, did you get here on your hoverboard?
3: It's funny you should mention that. I think you should mention that there are some hoverboards floating around somewhere in
2: 2019. Oh, oh yes, and you're skating, you're skating through tunnels at high speed, and oh, oh yes, I'm mm. sure These it's ones are just on water at the moment, so
3: on the water at the moment, with those mm. hoverboards.
2: Yes, well, I'm sure they'll perfect that technology in the future at some point. Um, there was, of course, the evil element, the disgraceful Baba Yaga from the wrong side of the Iron Curtain. Um, certainly, I mean, I don't know how they can be allowed to compete on this side of the pond, really. Well, on this side of the, on this side of the curtain.
3: Sugar Dunkerton.
2: You what? Now, what I would have liked to have seen, because this is this is the pervasive element of the American wrestling that's slowly working its way I w- into into our modern our modern product. I would have loved to have seen, I don't know, something a bit more patriotic, like, of course, the British Bulldog.
3: Maybe he was busy in um, uh, well, WWF at the time of this recording in Mm. 2019
2: (laughs) oh no 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 you're talking you're talking about young David of course no I'm talking about Colin Johnson, the original British Bulldog
3: I see I see I see
2: absolutely amazing match with Marty Jones back um, in the late 70s anyway it's obvious that we're that we're talking from two separate sides of a time curtain Please tell us how this match went using your future moon speak. <laughs>
3: future moon speak. All right. Future, future moon. moon speak. Okay, because clearly we're all living on the moon now. Um, I would assume so,
2: if you managed to colonize it yet in the
3: future. Not yet. Looking at Mars right now. Looking at Mars. Hmm. Well. If you
2: believe that, then my name's Tipper Timmy Thompson.
3: Your name's not Tippy Timmy
2: Thompson. Tipper. Tipper
3: Timmy. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry. Sorry, Joseph. Sorry, Joseph. We'll, we'll carry on. Um. Okay.
2: <laughs> so tell, 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 the, tell the wonderful ladies and gentlemen at home what's
3: happened, Jay. Okay, so what I got from this was like a great American hero against a dastardly foreign heel. It's your classic Burr. 1980s story that you would find in WWF. So Hulk Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter, Iron Sheik. I'm pretty sure you probably faced Live Volcarth at some point. What do you think, Joseph?
2: Um... I try to stay clear of too much of the American product okay. and I have occasionally watched it. I recently had a bit of a shindig for WrestleMania 4 and I once woke up in a field in Texas and I'll tell you that story another time.
3: Sounds interesting, sounds very interesting.
2: So, um, yes, it's quite obvious that um, Baba Yaga is the heel in this match, and, of course, Davey wrestling is the blue eyes.
3: That's correct. That would be correct. In this match, we had a stopping boxing start into a head. uh chance USA, because it's from uh, America. Uh, crowd fully behind uh, for the big jumping. John Cena, shoulder tackle, after failing to shoulder tackle attempts john who cena what who's he oh in 2019 um you know he's just he was one of the biggest wrestlers in ever <laughs> that phones to the ring for wwe um as it's called now
2: wwe yeah john cena i can't see that
3: well they say he's the greatest but it is no. whatever you think I about can't this see character anybody like that. Any. <laughs> So yeah, that's playing two, um, what a tackle attempts Davy America has control of the match. Um, and then Bobber yes, turns things he was, around. He
2: was very very punchy, wasn't he? He was doing a lot of good punching.
3: Yeah, you could say it was like that Rocky movie, can you Rocky Four. Going with the American versus the Russian boxing, you know, trying to fit two things in at once. Has that come out yet? I'm not that up on the Rocky movies. Yeah. Um, I think Rocky 4 may have been in the 90s to be honest with you but they've sort of that back oh, I'm sure it was that's just great around with a headbutt after Davey jumps off the top rope nothing but heel tactics from Bobber with legal coke hold
2: you know I find it disgraceful that these um these reds decide to come over here and cheat in our wrestling ring. Bit racist. It, it Sully's the Sully's the name. Sully's the name. Well, if they if if they didn't want to be called reds, they wouldn't wear so much red, would
3: they? <laughs> well, don't see where you're coming from, but <laughs> let's move on there. <laughs> uh, Stallingford.
2: for Bo- does John Cena apparently.
3: Oh. <laughs> Stealing uh, Vertical Suflex wow,
2: Did I make her funny?
3: It was It was a very good funny Yeah <laughs> Yeah <laughs> A storyline Vertical Suflex by Davey into the Gorilla Press Slam um, Into the Ultimate Splash Which is performed by Ultimate Warrior Back in WWF in the 80s and also WCW in the 90s
2: Yes, I am not this big I'm not a big fan of the whole tassels thing but um, So you've it's heard obvious of him. that Um yes, well in 1985 um world of sports sadly went off the air and since then we've been treated to wwf every third saturday really? at lunchtime um as you'll well know even though you're pretending to be from the future for some strange reason um so yes every third saturday in between joint promotions and um all-star wrestling on the other two weekends we get The WWF, with all its fancy flashing lights and crazy eggs.
3: All those crazy eggs. (laughs) Hmm. Not a fan, I see. Not a fan. It's okay, I suppose. Well, I think you'll be seeing a lot more um, in the future there, Joseph. Hmm. I don't know.
2: I I think this Greg Dyke fellow's got quite a lot planned for wrestling. Let me tell
3: you. I don't think he's going to have a look in. To be honest with you. um Right. So uh from the Orton slash, um, he also does the Masher Man elbow drop, clearly going for the great hits of WWE late eighties. And also hits the Bionic Bionic elbow, which is normally formed by Dusty Rhodes.
2: Ah, yes, Dusty Rhodes. Yes, he's, um, I I know this one. This is the guy who's ripping off Big Daddy,
3: isn't he? Yes, he's ripping off Big Daddy. I'd say he was better than Big Daddy.
2: You wash your mouth out.
3: <laughs> and a lot more charisma, more technical ability than Big Daddy. But, yeah, all around, he's much better and also one of the greatest promoters ever. Set foot in the wrestling business?
2: Well, Big Daddy's brother is one of the greatest promoters to ever step foot in the business. Um, And he's been running joint promotions and and bucking things for a very, very long time. So I guess we'll have to agree to
3: disagree. I guess so. Are you feeling thirsty there, Joseph? You need a drink?
2: I'm getting a little bit gravelly. I just had my pipe.
3: Oh, okay. I mean, I've got some cola for you. It's new cola.
2: Hmm.
3: It's a uh, less lo- it sugar. does look
2: tempting, but it's still the greatest.
3: Same Coke. taste.
2: No, no. You bring me new Coke every single day, drop it on my desk, and you should know that I don't like new Coke. I like classic Coke. I like the old Coke. Why did they change it? Why? 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 Why?
3: Tastes the same. I think you should try it.
2: Well, why would I try it if I don't like it?
3: Because it's the same great taste. I don't know what i say to you there. Hmm.
2: It tastes the same. Don't agree with you. Don't agree with Have it. Have you had it before? No, I'm just going to... No. Give it a try. No.
3: Well, moving on swiftly, So what
2: happened with this match...
3: <clears throat> so what happened with this match uh, Bobby hits a joke slam straight out of the 90 uh, David kick out at two hooks up like Hulk Hogan boot leg drop for the two and then his his own finisher and brings us back to the present 1988 2019 1988
2: you believe it's 2019 it definitely is. Two thousand nineteen. Well, wow. what did you think to this match?
3: It was a fun match. Uh, for both wrestlers out of their comfort zone in this match. Um, this was led by the face as well, which normally isn't the case. Uh, you mean the blue eyes? Yes. Yes. Sorry, the blue eyes. Um, Thank you. From where? We're an
2: English wrestling
3: radio station. Two thousand nineteen. We call it face.
2: Well, you're heel. in 1988, so get some hairspray and start dancing, stop doing the locomotion <laughs> again.
3: Um, I mean, if the ma- this match actually happened in the 80s, I we'll would say we're gotten four stars out of five. Hmm.
2: Interesting. Interesting.
3: What I do you think about this Yeah, I quite
2: enjoyed it. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Um, I, thought there was, um, I thought there was some really good back and forth action. Um, I didn't like the lack of round structure, um, but I did like the way that it ended, because then there was another
3: match after it. Oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) You liked the way it ended because you had another match after it.
2: Yes, I like it when there's more matches after it. Usually we go to a commercial break after a match here in the United Kingdom. Um, Of course, that does mean that we do have to go for a break because this is a commercial radio station. I am making money by selling advertising space, so I would like to introduce our next advert so um, yes we'll be back after this short message from our sponsor who recently got in contact with me for some reason don't know who he is hey it's me jesse the body ventura pitiful lats terrible delts trickle-down economics meaning a lack of gym equipment there's a conspiracy going on a conspiracy against your health Welcome to Jesse the Body Venture's Perfect Body Shop Emporium, only available through our American Mail Order Distribution Center. I've recently become the proud owner of 340 tons of dietary supplements that no one will allow me to legally sell, and I'm passing the savings on to you. My dietary supplements have helped many of the hot American stars build their muscles to unreasonable levels, included but not limited to Dino Bravo, Marty Gennetti, Chico Santana. These have been approved for use in the WWF by your favorite verified Italian doctor, El Vincenzo McMahon. Just take one of these a day by the medically approved method of injecting directly into the space between your toes, and you will find yourself growing hair where you thought you didn't have any, muscles in places where muscles shouldn't grow, and it will make your pee a healthy shade of green. You can eat all of your favorite foods and still add muscle, including McDonald's nuggeted chicken, beef drippington, Wimpy's bender burgers. It just takes 12 minutes of working out a day and a healthy dose of crippling diarrhea to flush out all the unhealthy muscle-killing toxins, and you're all set. Be the talk of the town or the beach by being able to completely use the only muscles women are interested in, the chest and arms. Just don't stand near any open flames or pregnant women, and you're all set. Sign up today for our 90-day supplement course, just £99 sterling, and get an extra 30 days free! Plus, that's not all. You'll also receive a wonderful cassette tape of my delicate, beautiful singing voice being utilized in the way it always should have been. You'll receive Jesse's workout tape, including lots of motivational and modern hits from the 1980s enough that to find you today from our American Distribution Center, care of Nix Camicha Kiwawa. That's Morales number 43, Jacona de Placenta Centro, the American city of Retro 59800 today. Or call our American operators, available on the telephone number 523515162631. That's so American you can smell the apple pie on every box. Dietary supplements require consistent injections to maintain muscle mass. Diarrhea have been known to solidify and block drainage flushing. These dietary supplements are supplied for novelty purposes only and are only suitable for dogs. Supplements do not come with their own needles. El Vincenzo McMahon may not be a doctor. Side effects include anal linkage, nipples falling off, impotence, losing the ability to see the color blue, 15 types of cancer, terrible dress sets, vomiting your own lungs up, black finger, popcorn lung, stomach ulcers, urethral bleeding, gout, becoming a Republican governor, oral flatulence, and mild cases of death. Please don't consult a doctor before taking That was our sponsor. Very, very pleased. Did that
3: guy die, die at the end?
2: I, th- I think Thank he you. was singing.
3: No, I think that is going to be dangerous for people. I don't know why you're advertising that.
2: Well, this is a pirate radio station. We are born to be bad. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> I made a funny. It was about born to be bad. So that's out now, isn't it? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a doctor versus Marty Fox um, yes a doctor um, versus Marty Fox what can you tell us about these competitors
3: doctor who is Chris Brooks He's part of the you can't can say see. That
2: for legal reasons it's a doctor Mr. Who? A doctor. He's a doctor.
3: <laughs> Alright, the doctor.
2: A doctor.
3: <laughs> screwed it already, so we will just carry on. <laughs> a, so doctor. A, a doctor. A doctor. He goes by the name of Chris Brooks. Mm. Part of a faction called CCK.
2: That's a very normal-sounding name for Gallifrey.
3: Jonathan Gresham. and that like, guy oh, this name escapes me, but he wears a mask and he likes to rap, apparently. Who? i his name. He wears a mask. Marty Fox. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, the next yeah. guy, uh, Marty Fox, um, is normally called, also known as Connor Mills. I don't know too much about this um, wrestler. To be fair, I've only seen him wrestle a couple of times, but always impressive.
2: Hmm. Um, I haven't seen anything of him, um, as he has clearly been wrestling more in your time than he's been wrestling in mine. <laughs>
3: Good observation.
2: Um, I loved the um, jelly baby at the start. Um, obviously. Um, <sighs> they used um they stole my idea um a while ago i met um well i i say met i mean accosted um a bbc executive um with a design for something i call the wonderful time machine of the time jukes, which is my novel that I'm writing and said they should make it into a screenplay. And they used that as the basis for The Fourth Doctor in Doctor Who. Um, mm.
3: A very, very storyline there, Joseph. Um,
2: I don't know. It all came to me in a dream, a long ago dream. Sometime far away. Strange, that strange. Yes Yes, very strange Anyway, anyway um, But yes, I like the Jelly Baby touch It was um, originally my idea, of course And then the BBC took it And now a doctor has, has stolen it
3: Yes, the wrestling doctor um, crisps. Yes um, So It's a very popular Confectionary so- um, product, wasn't it? In the 1980s It's still available um, to this day uh, Yes. This day.
2: It it was very, very effective. Um, it is still available now. You can go to the local greengrocer and get some get some of that stuff. The old Eddie jelly shop, babies. really. Get a pound of jelly shape. one. Definitely Woolworths. Yes, Woolworths. I believe that's yes. closed. Pick and mix. Mm. Not the one in Little Wanging on Tyne. Anyway, anyway...
3: The one in Bullwell.
2: Yeah. I've never been there.
3: So, yeah, so they start with some sweets pleasantries. Marty Fox did not like other sweets because he's from Back to the Future. So, yeah, he's from that film Back to the Future. Have you seen that?
2: Um... I don't really care for science fiction.
3: Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting enough. Okay, so the doctor. So, a doctor.
2: I'm I'm more of a fan of trains.
3: Do you have an anorak?
2: It's called a cagoule. Oh. Okay.
3: Learn something new every day, don't you? Learn something new every day.
2: Yes um so <laughs> moving on
3: uh the doctor takes control or a doctor sorry takes yes, control early you. with the clothesline uh rolls marty onto his knees doubles some Marty's hands and then quick, quick and then hits a drop kick to the face
2: yes it was a very very nice kick drop to the face Mm, I don't like them kicking each other in the face. I think it's ungentlemanly, but let's
3: continue. Have you ever seen a sort of exchange like this before? No, seriously.
2: Um, no. It was really, really... Fa- actually, actually, saying that, um, I did quite like it because it's. it reminds me very much of... Um, something I saw a while ago. Uh, maybe, yes. In fact, yes. It was... Alan Denson and the Dynamite Kid and their chain wrestling that they made very popular during their feud on um, back in the late '70s, I believe. It was very good. They they used to go back yes. and forth all the time.
3: At um, the the to... Dynamite Kid is a very good wrestler.
2: Oh my God! I had no idea. Like two thousand. I think he might have died. Oh. oh, okay, 2015. Carry on, carry on. I'm sure, I'm sure Marty Fox knows
3: all about that. Well, he is from the future. Just like you. Just like me, he's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. It really is, uh, let's some, continue. Some very fast back and forth with a double-foot stump by Marty and a nice-looking scent to the back of Marty who was, to her at the time, and now doctor is strangling Monty with his oversized arms of the jacket from the future.
2: Ah yes, it was a very, very long jacket. I don't know whether <laughs> your jacket isn't very long, Jake.
3: It's not, no, no. I guess the film was about perception of what it would be like in the future, but they kind of got it and kind of got it wrong at the same time. Hmm,
2: interesting. Interesting indeed. So, um, after that there is of course the Doctor Cutter. Now that is a move that I've never seen before. Um, I've never seen a Doctor Cutter before. So that's like a um, it's like a mare, but instead of rolling over and going, hook, he instead just slams his face into the mat. I mean where's, the art, right. where's the art
3: in that? Not well, very that's a good athletic. Name. Oh,
2: well, it's very athletic. But it's shot himself it...
3: over the ropes. Now grabs the guy by the head, and then it's the move called the cutter, where the face hits the floor.
2: Now, if this wasn't being presided over by a Yank, then chances are he would have got his first public warning for that one. And then when he starts getting out the confectionery, well, let me tell you, that stuff has crystallised sugar on it that could make a man bleed.
3: I think that was the point. Well, these these are from the well, you got the doc a doctor who is a time traveller, and you have Marty who is someone who also time travelled. So you could say for you that this um, kind of style of wrestling is out of the norm.
2: Uh, yes, very much out of the norm. Um, it certainly didn't look like either of them had been training with Billy Riley in the Snake Pit. You can certainly, you can certainly say that. I mean, even even some of the malcontents from Stu Hart's dungeon. See, I know some things about American wrestling. Um, even some of the malcontents from Stu Hart's dungeon couldn't have done some of these moves. They were very very impressive.
3: Um, you did a lot. Of- cam in Canada, that's where this dungeon is, in Alberta, Canada.
2: Um, yes, yes, I believe so. Um, a very catch-as-catch-can style um, he wrestles, and I think that's one of the reasons why um, we, the British, have always had such a good working relationship with Stu Hart. Um, of course, um, young David, or as you call him, the British Bulldog, um, obviously has trained with Stu Hart subsequent to um, his, his early well, he's mid-seventies debut, so very, very good. Um, and
3: he even married his daughter. Crazy, isn't it? Crazy. when? Um, I believe that would have been probably 1989, <laughs> or just okay. before then.
2: I tell you what, when we get to 1989, <clears throat> uh, we'll have a we'll have a look. How about that? Uh, I will put... Sounds
3: like a plan, Joseph. I
2: will put... I'm looking forward to it. I will
3: put six
2: half pennies on it.
3: Do I get a PDR after this as well? I really want a PDR. What, PDR? You know, just a performance thing. You know, tell me how I'm doing. Oh, as um, I'm your intern.
2: Yeah, I was going to write you one of those, um, but then I realised <laughs> I... that we don't actually have them.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, so this must be one of my future things. Enjoy,
2: no, yes. You can, enjoy your, um, you can enjoy your bag of chips when you get it, after the show, not before. And if you really, really do well, get your pie as well. They're not cheap, those. Pukka, apparently. Nice.
3: Do you like a pucker pie?
2: There you go. There you go. I believe they've got jellied eel in the in the um chippy up north how about all steak all steak all steak in a chip shop pie (laughs) certainly your majesty so shall we move forward
3: we should definitely move forward um yeah so So after that, there was a double underhook power driver into into the Jelly Babies after he poured them onto the floor. Disgraceful. A very sick person. I was kind of hoping it would be Lego, but it was Jelly Babies.
2: Hmm. Lego would have made more sense, actually. Yeah. Well, apart from the whole Doctor Who, Fourth Doctor thing, Fourth Doctor like Jelly Babies. Stole that idea from me Go on.
3: Um, there's a double foot stomp with the hoverboard onto Brooks' back, and then hit a four fifty splash for the win. Or is it?
2: Well, something very very strange happened after this. Something very strange and a little bit familiar. Um, what do you think happened? Because the lights went out and there was a there was a piercing noise that made my that made my heart beat in a really strange way.
3: Um, that would be a retardus noise.
2: A, a retardus noise? Yeah, Retardis.
3: What the doctor did, he went not back in time. That's oh, it, yeah. that's her.
2: That's the yeah. sound of her engine. I can't believe it. Jay, grab your favourite beard wax and 13 pounds sterling. We're going back to 1988. That's time travel.
3: Time travel. Yeah, time travel. Time travel.
2: Joseph, it's me, Rich. This can of coke contains your time-duke energy. You've been hiding from an evil entity known as O.G. Taz for two years, posing as a human in 1988. But everything Jay is saying about being from the future is true. I need you to do something for me. I need you to open the can and drink the new Coke. Who are you? What is this nonsense? Meris, are you playing a trick on me? I've just explained who you are. This nonsense is called exposition. Merist is a post-1988 reference from Fraser, which means the psychic Time Duke energy is already leaking out the can. If you don't open this can by the end of the broadcast, all the Time Duke will escape through the thin, recyclable aluminium, and you'll never be able to return to the future. And I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Because it means Joseph Fabian will die. Die? You didn't say anything about me dying. about... What? Did you, did you not hear it?
3: I have no idea what you're talking about, Joseph.
2: Oh. Then the magic can of Coke was talking to me.
3: You see, you see, sweating, you see. I'm,
2: I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. No, no, it's nothing. It's nothing. It must just be a hot flush. Must just be a hot flush. Can of Coke? no no i'm not touching uh, that thing no we're going to move on we're going to talk about we're going to talk about something comp comp who's og taz og taz yes i've I've heard heard that name before I, I may have met him once. There was a tape in the future. There was a tape in the answering machine when I first took this place over back in September. Oh, I'm going to go find it. Um, while while I do that, um, what would, uh, what, what was the next match? It was the Teflon Sheik versus. Wally Hadford <laughs> Oh Wally Yes I saw him he, he has a twin at ringside It was really good Go on you tell You tell all the lovely people about it While I rifle through these tapes
3: um. uh, So Teflon Sheik everybody Was um, played by Danny Maloney He is upcoming um, He is also going to be part of the tournament That's coming up for Progress um, and That will be called Natural Progression Obviously, with natural progression, uh, you get a title match. Um, I think he's going to be one of the top contenders to do that. Uh, we also have Wally Hamford played by Mark Davis, who I believe won the natural progression uh, tournament last year. 1987. Um, he cashed that in for cashed that cashed that in for a um, tag team title shot um, where they captured the tag team titles. So moving on to the match. Um... Well, Wally's is a very slippery character, uh, the sheep just can't keep hold of him, um, he makes Danny break his character by laughing at the world with all the ducking and waving. Kylie Minogue? Uh, he he just can't keep his face straight, it's absolutely brilliant.
2: Who has Kylie Minogue?
3: Well, there's a great hammerlock spot as well where Wally reverses by climbing in and out of the ropes while hooking Danny's arm on the ropes with the hammerlock position. This is great comedy wrestling, it is um yeah, I really haven't paid much attention to comedy wrestling before, but I'm really enjoying it I'm not a it. massive
2: fan of comedy and wrestling mixing. Just so you know, I think it's very serious business.
3: But this portrayed it really well, right? Joseph?
2: Oh, I found it! I found it. Oh good. I'm going to good. just pop that in and rewind it. It should be another seventeen minutes. So yes, um oh yes, yes, no, I thought it was I <laughs> it was very funny, um, with the way that he um he wore a stripy shirt. I thought that was very good.
3: You know, from the books from the eighties. Where's wallet?
2: Yes, I, I got one of those annuals. Um, I actually had the 1981 annual. Um, believe it
3: or not, I think I had like a 1992 one, probably. <laughs> yes,
2: of course you did. You got it in the future from your from your crazy crazy computer cyborg shop persons and crazy computers selling <laughs> you things.
3: It wasn't Wasn't any computers selling you things at that point? Oh, at that point, oh, like yes, that.
2: of course. Now, of course, you, you when you're darting around in 2019, I'm sure it's all very much, Good day, sir. What would you like to buy? And stuff like that. Like
3: that. It's a bit more pleasant than that, really. You just buy it online.
2: Um, actually no this is just going to you're, you're derailing me again you're derailing me just like last week when we were talking about when we were talking about I can't even remember what we were oh, talking about last amazing. week because you just talked about the future the disco ladder match that's what we were talking about and you started talking about some crazy Michael Hick and Razor Ramon thing which I don't even want to know what that's about like, it does not sound like my kind of cup of tea or or famous grouse
3: which is Revolution the only whiskey we can get ladder match say it again revolutionized ladder match
2: did it was it like kendo nagasaki's
3: disco ladder
2: match because that revolutionized it, that. it first that was do you know what they were fighting for they weren't fighting for some magical belt on top of a, on top of a string no it was a laser disc on a bit of on a bit of tinsel while the commentators just played music over it, and it was classical music, even though it was a disco ladder match. It made no sense, and it was wonderful. But British wrestling forever.
3: Sounds like you had a lot of problems in that match. <laughs> I
2: I will admit, they never showed it again.
3: Mm. Probably a reason for that, Joseph. So
2: Teflon and Teflon and Wally.
3: Yeah, we were just talking about how um, I don't normally like comedy wrestling, but these guys put it off pretty well.
0: Hmm.
3: What did you think to this match?
2: I've never seen comedy wrestling before, obviously, because we don't have very... Apart from that ballet dancer in the 50s, he was he was very funny. Um, and, of course, some people would say that Adrian Street's costumes were a little bit comical at times, as I'm sure you'll agree. He um,
3: was a very flamboyant character wasn't
2: he he certainly was he said oh you know that one do you um yes yes he certainly was but anyway no no i thoroughly enjoyed this it, it it had me had me holding my side in laughter
3: me too me too me too, joseph um and then there was a runaround spring, a ring spot uh where wally goes under the ring and then in the, to the crowd um, there in the crowd chants. Where's Wally?
2: I, that Sheikh is very, very silly, isn't he? He It's like he doesn't understand. It's like he couldn't couldn't see him.
3: Like I... it's like he was trying to find him.
2: Yeah, I mean, the only so where's Wally. The only real problem I have with this is that um, people sometimes say that wrestling's fake, whereas my assumption. And my understanding is that the Teflon cheeks just really, really thick. <laughs> because obviously all wrestling is real, and it's just those idiots who think it's fake who are who are the idiots. <laughs> crazy, aren't they? They're so very crazy, crazy.
3: people. <laughs> just like it was all set up and planned, wasn't it?
2: No was off the cuff. So, more attempted striking by the Sheik was met met with ducks and waves from Wally, I believe.
3: Well, um, I mean, before that, we heard Wally in the crowd, and he sat next to someone, he was trying to find him there. You know, like the book, we call it, Wally Goes to the Wrestling. Nice,
2: nice. That would be a really good book. I would read that. You could see... Wally Goes to the Wrestling. Yes. could see, um all sorts of interesting things in there like John Quinn the all-star wrestling champion
3: but then the sheik spots him while he notices he runs around he goes to next to one of the crew pops his hat on his head and then the sheik can't tell the difference sees the hat chucks that guy in the ring and it hits the camel clutch on him
2: Oh, you mean the reverse Boston Crab
3: yes the reverse Boston crab
2: yes or as we call it up here in the north the Skegness crab because it was all invented here
3: excellent well thank you for teaching me something there Joseph
2: yes I do teach everyone something
3: um, yes. Wally rolls back into the ring, pretends to be hurt, and rolls the sheep up for two.
2: Two count.
3: Two count. Yes, so you were right there. More attempts at striking by the sheik met with some waves from Wally. Yes. The
2: sheik yes, starts that is hitting.
3: Good. Yes, yes. Uh, the sheik starts hitting a big, big strike, rips Wally's top off, and Wally transforms into Mark Davis. Who? Which is the beginning of the end, as they have a chop off. I knew it was Mark The Aussie Open. Kyle Fletcher. He's on the show later.
2: The Aussie Open is that where they play
3: tennis? Uh, I believe they just got them from their Tag team name from that. To be fair.
2: Hmm.
3: Never heard of them. Really good. Oh. Uh, really good tag team. You can you can have a look at them in the future.
2: Okay. Well, I could always just go to Australia and see them. I believe that there is a plane leaving for Australia um, from Gatwick um, in about three months. So I could probably probably hop on that.
3: You could. What Uh, a day we might be. I know, I know, planes. Insane. Yes. Yeah. Flying in the air. There's going to be one that goes to New York in about 20 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Last in the future, sorry. Yeah.
2: Really? 20 minutes? How does it
0: fly?
3: Just really fast. <laughs>
2: Hmm. Okay. I can get on board with your future world if you're promising me twenty minute trips to New York.
3: Or half an hour, something like that. Um, yeah, so they had a chop off Spartan Spirit. Davis managed to take a tefl- take the Teflonite tefl- cheek to the ground, picks him up by the ankles and hits a devastating power drive for the win.
2: Uh yes, yes. The power driver is quite a move. Um Obviously, it's one of the most ferocious finishing moves ever created, Um, made very popular um, by Jerry the King Lawler, um, who I saw in a Memphis, Tennessee wrestling video. But, of course, people have been doing it since the 1940s, and I believe even... um, Yes, yes, he did. Carl Gotch used to do one. Um, world famous Carl Gotch used to do one. Um, so yes, um, been
3: around for stuff. a while then.
2: Been around for a while. Yes, interesting stuff.
3: But have you have you seen someone pick them up by the ankles, throw up into the and catch them into a pile driver before?
2: Um, no, no, that was very, very good. Um, I very, like it's first
3: me too. it's first me.
2: Yeah. Oh. Oh, so they don't all do that in the future. The way you talk, in the future, everybody's catching each other by the ankles and juggling each other over to New York in 20 minutes and all sorts of other crazy hoverboardy stuff. Uh, Oh, the tape's done. Oh, so I first listened to this when I moved in. It didn't make any sense to me, but I want to listen to it now just to see.
0: his number
3: Yeah. My name's Taz, Derpy Derp, his name's Jay, we fly around the universe, all day. Hey, hey. Just, a, just an idea, just a with you there.
0: Just, I mean, we can work on it, that's what I'm saying. My name's Taz.
2: So this Taz person knows about my son.
3: Who, who, Jake? Sorry. Who, who's Jake? Who he, is that?
2: He's. I didn't think he could have been my son. I mean, she was beautiful, and there were so many virile and strong and strapping men. I went. Ah, I need to process this. Let's let's talk about the let's talk about the whackers.
3: Oh yes, the sheep and the Dudley. A Dudley. Yeah, a Dudley. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Dudleys. weren't actually around until the nineties, so it didn't make much sense. But they, they threw him in anyway, because you know he wears camouflage.
2: Okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll bite. <coughs> I'll bite. I'll bite. This is all starting to sound quite interesting now. Um. Yes. No. Um. So the the these these sheep Invited Dudley from the 90s back to 1988. Is that what you're telling me? And they face a load of the yuppies, I believe, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah, with the American Psycho kind of thing going off with one of the one of the guys there. Oh yes, I have read that book. I,
2: I really that. like The Walking Bench.
3: Oh, this I had an axe. <laughs>
2: Okay. Yes. Um, much like the axe that some crazy people are saying that Greg Dyke is holding above Channel Three wrestling, um, and some say that he may even end it before 1988. I don't believe he would. The 16 million people still watching that—that that would be silly. Anyway, please continue.
3: Absolutely insane. Yes. sheetmackers So the sheepmaker is Travis Banks and his mate always forget his name which is never good
2: cousin Banks, cousin Banks and Cousin I'm going to say TJ TJ I can't remember his name either um, but then I've only seen him once or twice actually I believe they were doing this about ten years ago so yes, right, yeah. yes. yes, yes. Cousin Banks and Cousin What's It
3: Cousin What's It And Dudley, and the other three.
2: (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) So, without that internet that you were talking about last week, whatever that is, um, yes, you don't seem to be that, that great. Now, you've got no signal on your communicator, as you call it, Captain Star Trek.
3: Well, I'm stuck in the 1980s at the moment, so what do you expect from me?
2: Fair play. Please continue.
3: Um, just, have... just
2: say Psycho 1, Psycho 2 and Psycho 3.
3: Yeah, we'll go with that one. Psycho 1's small, Psycho 2's blonde and Psycho is the other one. Nice. <laughs> um, Psycho small is actually NXT UK as the voice for Johnny Saint johnny saint can't talk or oh, shit anyway um you have an all-up brawl on the outside um, where they are stabbing each other with plastic knives and forks i'm sorry i'm just getting the soap out because you
2: besmirched the good name of johnny saint
3: you can't talk a shit
2: he doesn't need to talk. All he needs to do is to roll someone up in a schoolboy or put on that Skegness crab, and they are defeated.
0: Okay.
3: Please continue. Oh, I will continue. Um, yes, this is a point where, as I put in here, from the voice of NXT UK, doesn't like being licked. And he goes to the back and gets his raincoat on and comes back with an axe. Hello, American Psycho.
2: I was very scared at this point because they shouldn't be like that. Yes, they shouldn't be allowing bladed articles into the auditorium um, apart from plastic knives and forks because plastic is completely biodegradable, as far as I'm aware. Completely, completely. And, and is perfect for eating a pie. From the chippy. Yes, they have them now. Used to just be back in the day, you could just get a parlor dripping, just just dripping, dripping in shit, and a wooden fork. Yes, well they've started doing plastic now that they're doing the pies. You see,
3: makes sense, goes through the pies better.
2: Yes, it does. It does. Plus, no one ever makes wooden knives because you just get splinters when you lick all the pie bit off it. Chicken and mushroom? Very crazy. Go on.
3: We also the, the what's up headbutt from the two thousands. Um the second one bank stays there. Hitting the headbutt and is licking biker number ones as balls.
2: I'm um, having to wonder whether... whether Please send to P.O. Box JFabe 32N85. You know the address anyway. Please send, if you like this new sci-fi theme that my intern is, is adding to the um, Joseph Fabian Pirate Radio Network here in 1988. If you do like that theme, just, just write and let us know. Our... Have your little kid have your little kiddies draw a picture of it. And and you can draw Jay travelling through time in his what did you get here in?
3: Oh retardus.
2: <laughs> Sounds retarded to me.
3: You didn't laugh. So, moving on. Uh, there was a nice spot with a reverse package power driver, double stomp, uh, by the Sheepers, top rope power bomb, by the Dudley Boys, again, from the 2000s. Apparently. A match ends with a double batting ram and a triple
2: three 3D. So, a triple 3D, what what exactly is that?
3: Um, It is where um one opponent or in this case two opponents, lift up for a flapjack and on the way down that they get caught in a cutter which you would have seen earlier um the cutter that a doctor did hmm i wonder
2: what the that ingredients, kind of ingredients are in this can of coke yeah. yeah i believe that the 3d was popularized by bubba ray and Yvonne dudley um that was in the mid wow what the hell was that i should not have picked that up what the, i was speaking your moon speak
3: you're right there joseph
2: right move on to the next match there, you're going to hear this a lot today i have a feeling this is going to be a very bad day for me
3: young intern so on to the next match we have kung fu kid and johnny swayze
2: Oh, I love how he dances. He does seem a bit like a fairy, though, with all that dancing, doesn't he? With with all that all that dancing. Do 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 do. Oh, do, do. It was really good to
3: see Paul Robin um, embrace this kind of gimmick. Really, it was
2: good. Um, yeah. He, he, whoever Paul Robinson is, he looks like he looks like a very effeminate man. And very effeminate
3: yes he likes to dance this character that paul robinson is playing from a movie called dirty dancing
2: see men they should not be dancing around like that what men should be doing is oh was that was that was that your futuristic pizza from that brand new pizza place that gives brings you pizzas I can't believe I just heard that in the background coming through a door right now. That's amazing. They delivered, you ordered that, you ordered that by post over a week ago, and it's here now. You told them to bring it this time, and they managed it with only five minutes late. That was really good. Carry on.
3: Excellent. Excellent. Um, Yeah, um, also thinking uh, maybe we'll be seeing a face and from. Paul Robinson, now Havoc, is now in AEW. So they can have a deathmatch face moving forward in the company. I progress wrestling.
2: don't understand what AEW is, and it scares me. So I'm going to move forward.
3: Um, so uh, the- We get some classic dirty dancing moves to start the match. The commentators are very funny in this one, which is um, really effective. There's some really effective technical wrestling um, by Kofi kid as well.
2: Was this the one where he was talking about how he just wanted to see the kids?
3: Uh, I think he's meant to be playing a character Karate Kid.
2: Oh, I see. I I don't know, I, I got confused. Carry on.
3: Uh we also see some more comedy moments, such as the char cha kicks in the corner. Yeah, they do look quite heavy, quite
2: demanding, those char cha kicks. Um can you bend your legs like that?
3: Bend my legs like what?
2: Like the char char kicks.
3: Doing a char char.
2: Well, you see, I I have a feeling that mine's going gangrenous from all the pipe smoking I'm doing.
3: What are you smoking in that pipe like there, Joseph?
2: Mmm Old Holven. <laughs> Probably. Imperial tobacco, it's extra tar extra flavor
3: you like like cherries like cherry tobacco in pipes no i don't think i that think one. that
2: i think that everything should always taste of bitter old men's tears like that's why i go for pipe tobacco so that with everything does. yes with extra tar if it's good enough for the road it's good enough for me
3: Yeah. Um, great back and forth as always. Uh, we saw a roll up attempt, uh, quick kick out, a Johnny kid, Johnny kid, by Johnny sorry, kid nips up and he turns around with a Northern light suplex.
2: Uh, yes, I've, I've i I'm getting quite frustrated with um, the announcer mispronouncing that word because he always calls it a souple and much like you mispronounce it because of course we know it's called a suplex.
3: Clearly, sorry, mispronunciation of the suplex. Stephanie suplex. 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 Yes. suplex. Thank you. Yes, Thank sorry. You. So sorry, oh, does a Northern Lights suplex. Suplex. suplex.
2: suplex. Yes, a suplex. And very good. I like a good Northern. Very good light spot.
3: suplex. Good, good spot. Um, then, um, in the latest spot with a top rope golden triangle moonsault. Mmm. On um, to making up bodies now. Making up words, golden yes. trying Moonsault? Yes. Do you not know? Do you not remember Kota Ribushi, there, Joseph?
2: I do not. I died do no. But did you just sneeze?
3: Kota Ribushi. Don't ring any bells. To you. Is that
2: an Indian dish?
3: Oh, he's just one of those crazy Japanese wrestlers
2: hmm well i don't know this is almost making me think. Uh, oh my god his ass is so good oh what was that i was saying about a bit? i should not have picked up that can of coke i don't know why it's still there you should take it away please continue before this all gets a little bit strange
3: um we get a kung fu fly normally known as a spanish fly um, i 'll explain that to you, so opponent runs into a standing position who is in the center. they grab them and flip over and spring one land on the back, one lands on top of them, which is then a full circulation of where they were before to the map. We'll think about that move
2: all sounds very plausible, and it looks the very crowd. plausible too because good all wrestling is
3: real. Yes. Uh, Johnny then starts saying Havoc-style chant. Okay. You know, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny fucking Swayze. You know, that chant. And then there's a nice roll through from Kung Fu Kid into a Lebel lock.
2: Ah, yes, yes, a LeBellock. Or, as we commonly call it, the, um, the Dresden drainpipe.
3: What?
2: (laughs) The Dresden drain
3: pipe? Drain pipe? Yes. Lock? Or just the Dresden drain pipe?
2: Just the Dresden drain
0: pipe.
3: No lock, just drain pipe.
2: Just that obviously, it's quite obvious that you still haven't met Tipper Tommy. Hmm. How does the match end? Looking forward to it.
3: Her match ends with the infamous Dirty Dancing Lift into a double foot curb stomp to the back of the head. And. Of oh, kid
2: That was very, very brutal. Um, I'm not quite sure if I like that kind of violence. It makes me feel very uncomfortable with myself. Um, moving on i think it's almost time for its top of the hour um unlike the bbc where you hear the pips here you will just hear an advert from one of our sponsors so we're going to do this and while that goes on we're going to go for a short break
1: hello hello you want to become a hooker why not learn from the best? I'm Charlie's own Tippy Tommy Thompson, three-time welterweight champion in the independent wrestling organization of some star Wrestling. I've fought up and down the coast of England as a wrestler and hooker for 20 years, and my wrestling school is now open. Learn from the best by joining our amateur classes where you'll learn techniques such as walking down the aisle, putting on your costume, getting in and out of the ring safely. Or, for those of you a little bit more advanced, join our intermediate catch wrestling class where you'll learn some some of the more advanced techniques such as Full Nelson, Armbar, Hammerlock, Splash. But that's not all. You don't become one of the best hookers in Leamington Spa area like I did without our advanced class, where you can learn such insider techniques as Schoolboy, Lateral Press, the Skegness Crab, the Thornhill Tallywhacker, the Dresden Drain pipe, Quarter Nelson, Figure Two, Hook, Flip and how to work a disco ladder match. Wrestling is a time sport that's never going away and Greg Dyke has amazing things planned now it's been moved to the Saturday lunchtime slot on ITV and you need to get in on the action before the rush passes you by. Join today and bring the wife. We have classes for her too, such as sewing your robes, accompanying you to the ring, fighting off grannies, and if she wants to step into the ringed square, she can join our advanced classes, holding your spit bucket, signing your order and advanced jockstrap stain removal techniques. Come to my gym today off the Gary Glitter Parade Route on 32 Jimmy Savile Lane in Banbury. Join my gang.
2: Um, Candy Lauper um, versus The Luck. Mariah Egan.
3: as yes, we know... Uh Candy author is Candy floss, and the look my Mariah Egan is mariah may
2: um I don't know that because I'm not a magic man from well actually, I apparently am a magic man from the future, as I have apparently recently found out um go on go this on. is this is starting to give me a headache.
3: So match starts with some squats and some push ups. <laughs> so Mariah shows um Andy has to do squats and push ups because she is doing a character. <laughs> they, by... could,
2: they could do with going to Tipper Tommy's. He he could show them, I'm sure.
3: He could. Yeah. How to do squats and push ups. Safely. Please
2: continue.
3: Well she tries to show her squats and can't quite do them. So she asks the ref to do it. Uh, He gets the Terminator clap to get him going, and then he does a slut drop. Ah, this is
2: after the very popular soundtrack to the very modern, popular film, The Terminator with the Arnold Schwarzenegger.
3: Yes, that would be the film. Yes, it's very popular. I believe it's coming up to its 1,000th film in the future.
2: That doesn't surprise me, actually, for some reason. <laughs> Please continue. Uh,
3: the look tried to show Candy has to do push up, gets caught out with an armbar attempt by Candy without the British style with joint manipulation. Can't say the word there, Joseph.
2: Ah, yes, of course. Um, joint manipulation made very popular by hooker Ted Heath. Um, Of course, you, being an American wrestling fan, Jay, will, of course, know him as Texas Ted Heath. I'm sure he is just as popular in 2019 and just as famous as he was, or is, now in
3: 1988. (laughs) Right now in 1988?
2: Yes, Um, at this very moment.
3: Hooker Ted Heath. Yes, I don't think I've heard of him. I should probably look into the archives for that one. Um, have a um, bit of look on the Google, on the old Google. Google it out. Hmm. See what's well, going he on recent,
2: there. He, I believe the last time I saw him was in a 1980 episode um, of um, Texas All-Star Wrestling, I believe it was. I got that on a tape, um, and it's a bit of a hidden gem um, but I'm sure you'll be able to find it in 2019 because I'm sure there's a place where you can find hidden gems.
3: I'm sure I can. I'm sure I can.
2: Please continue.
3: Uh, the look looks like she has been wrestling for a while, but apparently it's only 18 months. Her execution is spot so on. I mean,
2: minus oh, 30 years
3: then. <laughs> yes. Yes, minus 30 years, because we're in 1988 right now. We are. Her execution is boss well but to no avail, as Candy wins with the rings. So I call it the rings of girls just want to have fun with added joint manipulation.
2: Uh, yes, yes, it was um, a fairly, fairly strapping contest there between two two of the lady wrestlers, um, I must admit. Um it's relatively new is lady wrestling um there's only really been quite a few years worth on itv um but the lady wrestlers are getting quite popular um or unpopular in some ladies in some ladies respects um those those grannies do really like giving them a good whack with their handbag. um do you do you can you picture any of these um, any of these two ladies um, becoming popular enough to get whacked off by a granny?
3: Um, I think that Mariah May definitely has the skills to go far. Um, she seems to have a lot of technique in every aspect that she puts herself into, so striking slams not much era going off her but she seems to be more around a wrestler. Uh yeah, no. I, I think if she's gonna be in progress, she's got a bright future.
2: Could be very bright future. Oh I see what you're doing there. Um yes yeah, she could be very, 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 very quite popular. Um and yes, no, I can see that I can see that coming coming full circle, um, at some point or full ring, as it were. Um yeah, she reminds me of the the most beautiful bosom that I ever did ever did see, which was of course um, the young lady that I met at the third annual von Eric Memorial Parade um, in Texas back in 1986. It was funny. Um, I don't have much of a memory um of how it happened. I just woke up one day and I was there in Texas. Um I can't remember planning, I can't remember booking it. I so most of my life is pretty hazy before that point, but I just woke up there and a very beautiful lady. I mean this is nineteen
3: eighty six. That's crazy, isn't
2: it? That is very, very strange. Um but yeah she was lovely. Um her name was Rita and she was just beautiful. Um, a bit big. Um, a little bit a little bit Zamboni shaped really. Um, I don't know. Was she bigger Maybe. inside? Tell you what, I got bigger when I was inside. I can tell you that much. If you know what I was saying. I bet you do, <laughs> eh? Sex. Yeah. Sex with a lady, yeah.
3: Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying.
2: <laughs> yes, penis. <laughs> 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 she wrote to me a few years later. Um, in fact, just recently, and said that she had she had mothered a son, um, and of course, the son was mine, um, and his name was Jake. And you know do any of these elements sound familiar to you, Mr. Time Traveller?
3: Yeah, I mean that was on Taz's tape, wasn't it? An OG D. Taz that you just listened to. It was.
2: Do you think he knows about the sun, really? Do you think he knows about my Jake? Might. Yeah, he might indeed. Does that mean that what the magical psychic can told me was true?
3: I don't know what the can said to you, but you do look a bit peaky. I think you need a bit of sugar in your system. I think you should drink that can.
2: But it's going to taste awful. Um, I may have it after we talk about this next match. So, we finally get to this very effeminate man, um, Detective Inspector Something. What was uh, I, Detective Inspector Overkill, Big Daddy Overkill? I Detective Inspector Colin Klein. that was it yes Um, and he was facing Big Daddy Overkill um, in a loosely loosely termed match it's
3: a very funny match let's let's face it yeah so Mm. Big Dick versus Big Daddy Overkill with Sweet Mama Cherry
2: (laughs) I get it because his name's Richard Big Big Richard. It's not no. Like Little Richard.
3: Yeah, let's just go with that. But big yeah. Big Richard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so big, big Big Dick big... is played by Kyle Fletcher and Dirty Daddy Overkill Mark Haskins.
2: I don't have any comments on these two. People who I've never seen wrestle before, because this is only one of two tapes that I've seen from Progress Wrestling, and the other one
3: was 10 years old. Uh, Carl Fletcher it. is with Mark Davis, and that's what we we're talking about earlier, called Aussie Open. Um, I believe that they've been two-time Progress Wrestling champions. And then you have oh. Mark Haskins, a Progress, the original... Um, I'm not sure to which titles he's won, but I do know he's wrestling in ROH as well at the moment. Okay. Which is Ring of Honor in America.
2: I, I, I can't keep track of all of these American territories.
3: He's definitely one of the um, better UK wrestlers that are coming out of America at the moment who hasn't gone to NXT.
2: Well, one person who looks well, like he, he needs to come out is Dick um, of course he does look like he needs to come out of the closet <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: so tell us how this match went down
3: so we had we had a bit of a promo by Dick there uh, I was it a little bit. Uh, I'll just tell you about that. So Dick was there to enforce the the 60s, the sexy 80s, and if Dirty Daddy breaks the rules, he's going to sexy fucking jail.
2: Um, I don't like the use of language, but I think because of the intensity of these two superstars, it could possibly work.
3: And dirty daddy, I mean, right, and that is illegal. That's illegal. So, he's going straight to sexy jail.
2: Hmm. It was a very sexy jail as well.
3: Uh, i he started off. <laughs> 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 At least he started off with really back and forth as well. Uh, but it got to the point in the match where uh, Sweet Mama Cherry uh, went to the uh, commentator's desk and grabbed a load of coke. Cocaine.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, took it to the ring to essentially wake up um, Dirty Daddy Overcoat as he was flat on the mat.
2: Sorry, using using Coke, what's Coke as in as in new Coke to wake something up deep inside?
3: Yes, yes, Coke. So, I mean, it's, before that, um, there was a plancho. It's
2: almost like it's all tying together please
3: continue Mike, we can coca Cola. um plancha by before all of this sorry there's a plancher by uh, dirty daddy to dick and followed with a bicycle kick and now big dick is taking it to dirty daddy in the ring but big dick turns it around and hitting dirty daddy the rapid pace in the corner
2: Ah, yes, it was. He did go at him fast and he did go at him hard, didn't he? He did, and he did. Yes, there was a good thrashing um, and a lot of panting. And if he'd have hit him any harder, I think there would have been a mess.
3: Uh, Dodeo is now there. working on Big Dick's knee as he slipped and tweaked it um, just a few seconds before.
2: That looked very, very painful. Very painful.
0: He, was he won't be me doing much... Look.
2: He won't be doing much standing to attention on that knee. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Daddy is very. <really laughs> uh, Dirty Daddy is really wearing Big Dick down. Um, Big Dick jumps back into action with a Nostoyim insult and a suicide plunge it to the outside.
2: I don't know what half of those words mean and the other half make me feel slightly aroused, so please continue.
3: Big Dick kicked to the face in the corner and followed up with a draping top rope Big Dick DT.
2: So what is a Big Dick DT?
3: Well, let me tell you. Um, so, kicks him in the face in the corner he then lifted him up from a vertical suplex position hooked his legs onto the top rope suplex yes suplex suplex and then draped his feet onto the top rope straightening him out and then dropped him onto his head whilst he was hooking his head at the same time falling backwards
2: that almost looked like an accident
3: kind of is I thought it was a big accident,
2: indeed. <laughs> big accidents all over the ring. Um, so moving on, there was a reference to blue chew, whatever. Blue chew,
3: yeah, because yes. everyone's selling it, so they thought, fuck it, they might as well advertise it too. Hmm, maybe you should well, advertise I, it.
2: Well, I don't know what this blue chew is, however. Um, If you have any problem in the man department, just feel free to type it into your futuristic Google machine, Um, I've been told to read this, um, by a load of nymphs from the future, who say that we should definitely, definitely say that it sorted out all of Jay's problems. I don't have any problems. Not now you've got Bluetooth. (laughs) Not now I've got Bluetooth. There we go. There we go. Apparently you're getting two pies after that one. Please
3: continue. Excellent. That's three pies and a bag of chips. Beautiful. Excellent.
2: Yes. Let us continue. So
3: at this point, uh, Dirty Daddy is all over Big Dick. Um, Big Dick wet, wet himself up by rubbing himself off. You can't rock this shit. Um, there was a change of direction, suicide dive kick. Suicide dive and then kick to the face. And then a top rope double stomp.
0: Hmm.
2: More double stomping. Very... Yes. Very, very violent.
3: Hmm. A lot of double Please. stomping.
2: Yes. Um, so, in regards to this... What what was it that he he was doing um, to wake himself up? What what was
3: that? I'm not. Don't quite he understand. was he was kind of rubbing one out, kind of, sort of, just rubbing to one wake out him, out of him up. <laughs> you know, you saw it. You saw what he was doing. You know, masturbation. He like
2: had a very. Well, I no people no. Men don't do that. Only, only, only. No, that's. real. Really? Is that common? Waking himself up. Waking himself up. You know. If anything, that will make him go to sleep. Yeah. And to be honest, a good man sleeps only after he's satisfied a woman. Straight after. Straight after. (laughs) Just literally, sometimes it's so immediate, it happens while he's still inside her. As it did on that beautiful, beautiful Texas June morning back in 1986
3: with me and Rita. Sounds like you might need a bit of Bluetooth there, Joseph.
2: Oh, I didn't. I can tell you that much. I was engorged.
3: Engorged. They're back to the match there Joe you are a bit sidetracked
2: yes yes well it's you're the ones who's tu- you're the one who's talking dirty please continue
3: Big Dick launches Dirty Daddy into the second turn and like a lawn dot sweet mom and cherry grabs the coke uh, from the commentary desk and is taken away by D.I. Terrence
2: Ooh. Yes, he was a, he's definitely going to naughty, naughty person jail there. What is sexy, it? sexy, sexy, for...
3: sexy, 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 sexy jail. Say sexy
2: one more time. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Dirty Daddy throws Coke into the face of Big Dick and blinds him, but somehow he was recharged and hits his finisher for the win.
2: All in all, a very good, a very good show. Um, what do you think the future is for this youngling upstart that is Progress Wrestling? I mean, obviously it's a Greg Dyke-owned company. Um, I would assume so because who else is filming British wrestling in 1988 it has to be Greg Dyke um and I'm not such a big fan of them pouring the American style but what were your thoughts
3: I thought that this for a comedy show was fucking fantastic i always blown the two blown the two in the whole uh, progress uh, I'm not going really into comedy wrestling I don't like the matches full gimmick event and I was enjoying it all the way through so that's and a testament to the wrestlers that were actually participating in this um, and how good they can squish up their characters to be able to portray something else um, yeah, no fun, enjoyed it
2: I thought it was genuinely okay wrestling for 1988 however, I think that it was missing a trick because it could have revived the disco ladder match
3: Paul Robinson was actually a surprise to me with the character that he was playing well, pretty
2: well. Um, that was the Swayze guy wasn't it
3: yes that's right yeah that would be the Patrick Johnny Swayze sorry guy who was dancing right.
2: I'm starting to remember your crazy fake names Jay <laughs>
3: <laughs> excellent
2: so um this OG Taz does he yeah. does he have the ability to kill kill
3: someone he has the ability to kill a lot of people. He's a crazy dude.
2: Can I save him? Can I
3: stop him? um I don't know if Joseph can stop him
2: and without this this time joke person this 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 rich it's will anyone stop him? Will he just go away?
3: I think what you need to do, Joseph, is drink the can of Coke and you said I've been talking to you. I think from there that it's the only okay. way to save okay. your son.
2: I'm going to do it. <clears throat> but I don't want to leave British wrestling behind. It's been a mainstay of my life for so long now. Longer than before I can remember. <sighs> but you're right it's time to embrace the new oh it's awful but it's time Jay it's time for me to go now but it's okay because my legacy lives on in my son a bit like old English wrestling lived on just in another form of the WWF. Promise me you'll find him. And this time duke person, he's a good man. He'll protect him, won't he? Love him like I would have. He will show him things I could never dream of showing him. Oh, the taste of this Coke is disgusting. It tastes awful. Really? They thought this would beat Pepsi? I wouldn't use this to clean a train pipe. Oh, Jay, I have to show you the Dr. Pepper in 2076. They used space cocaine. That was him, wasn't it? This is who I'm going to turn into. This crazy man with his space talk and his irreverent humor. I can feel his knowledge absorbing me and making me better. Like when WWF renewed the old English wrestling scene or when the Attitude Era took over Monday nights. Oh, that one's new and I'm loving this sexy accent. It's like the rise of the Indies in the late noughties, completely changing and overwriting what could be and forcing WWE to expand its reach with NXT. It's like in 2020 when the grip Of the WWE crumbled and fell from grace, and the new era of multinational wrestling conglomerates and indie companies began working on a level playing field. Rich hasn't killed Joseph, he's made him better. He's added so much more, and I think it's time for me to call my retardists. Come on, Rita, you know you're coming. There she is. Isn't she so beautiful, Jay?
3: She is. She is. is. (laughs)
2: I am back. I am better than ever.
3: Good to have you back, Rich.
2: Thanks, Jay. Now, let's go find the man who threatened my son.
3: I really hate Joseph. I'm going-